All right, welcome to another episode of Uninformed Sports today. Like last time, we got oh, you don't know about last time because uh, we, you know, it's not up yet. But whatever, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> oh my uh, god! Today we got Janky at Fields Braves man. So we got Perez at the Last Marlins fan, and we got myself at the Texas Sharp. Yeah, I know there's a lot of sports going on. Spring training just started. XFL's in full swing. Astro scandal out the window. Huge fight last night between uh, Tyson Fury and I don't know the guy's first name, but his last name's Wilder. But the real question is, whatever, is who do you have for the Tarrant County? uh, Oh, man, I fucked it up because I forgot what what it's called, the position there. What the hell are you talking about? I don't know. The XFL? I was going to make a good joke, but I fucking forgot what the position's called. I'm sure it was a humdinger. (laughs) Uh, man. Well, Wait, oh, are you talking about rugby? Yeah, Six Nations is going on. No, 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 no. Tarrant County. Rented. Tarrant County. Fucking Tarrant County is the county I live in. Cool. Uh, damn it. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, we got a whole bunch of topics planned out. Janky, uh, what did you like to talk about first? Uh, let's just talk about spring training. We just all right. Just uh, what's your opinion on spring training? Uh, it's dumb, but it's fun to watch because it's dumb, and you get to see some prospects come out there and you As know dumb because it, it does like it so okay yeah it doesn't mean anything football. and people put way like invest way too much stock into it and it's oh do they you have not stopped talking about it since it started yeah because I, I'm excited for baseball. Fun. That's, that's the I only guess. reason why I like spring training is because I like baseball. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, what do you think about uh, Drew Waters? Uh, I mean, excited for him, but think about he's, he, unless like some catastrophic injury happens, he's not playing this year in the uh, MLB. Felix Hernandez put up a couple uh couple innings. What do you think about that? Um. I don't know yet. I don't know if he's. Uh, I don't know if Sean Newcomb's going to be in the fifth spot or he is. I don't know. But all we'll I know, I don't like when like people platoon, like different players in the same role. I don't know. I just think they should leave people. I'm like going to give that base. later in the XFL because it pisses me off. But yeah, platooning like a specific player, especially someone off the bench, is fucking stupid. Well, so it's. Like, really fucking hard to play 163 games. And some players can't. What? Cool. 162, you dingus. Is it 162 or 163? I don't know. I think it's 163. It's not. Anyways, it's hard to play every game. Like, there are a very few amount of players who are everyday players. Skipping over that. What? It's it's 162 games. Okay. <laughs> Is it? I would look it up, but I don't want to fucking smash how you many the mechanical keyboard games are in MOB season. Fucking uninformed today, fellas. 162. Wow. All right, awesome you win this power. time. <laughs> Whatever. 162. No, That's what I but, said. But I'm not actually. T- I'm not talking uh-huh. about like, someone taking a day off. That's completely fine. I'm talking about having two starters, if that makes any sense. Like having yeah. a, one guy play one day and another guy play the same, like the next day, but never having like a real starter. 
Uh, catcher. Really that makes sense in the catching position. Yeah, because catching's really taxing. And also, like, pitchers have preferences on catchers. But I'm I, saying, like, a third baseman. I mean, like, we did uh, it. Yeah, like, that. there's outfield platoons all the time, but it's just dependent on, like, the bats. And okay, the- outfield that makes sense. I can understand if you have like four like main starters and you're constantly rotating those guys, maybe you get a better pitching or batting uh, um, lineup. Matchup, yeah. But um, uh, you know, I try to agree with that. But I think your infield, like uh, I feel like the infield, it's kind of like um, like they really got a they got a vibe. I can't come up with a better word. Yeah, they got the a rhythm. vibe with each other. They have a yeah. A, they got a, a rhythm. rhythm with each I understand other. that. And yeah. If you take out one guy, like especially middle infielders, because like the shortstop, second base is like a very like together. They have to play together like a lot because it's double plays. And if you have like a different guy coming in every other day, like there's no real rhythm. I don't think like third base is gonna be a platoon per se. I think it's more gonna be like Camargo plays like. 80% of the games, and Austin Riley plays 20%, unless, no, like, I, Camargo completely sucks. I Austin Riley made... course for third base. Austin Riley made prediction. a couple good plays at third base today. Dark horse prediction for third base for the Atlanta. Uh, Hechevarria will come in. No. He actually. If oh, he yeah, hits well... If no, he, he ain't bad. He's a, he's a really good shortstop. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hanley but, Ramirez made the transition from a shortstop in his early career to third baseman, like in his later career. And Hechevarria is more athletic than Hanley Ramirez is. And if he he can get his bat consistent, he'd be a really good third baseman. I think that's the thing. Like his bat is not consistent at all. No, it's not at all. But he did and well. That's in why Dansby's getting the start over him. And also, he did well. Uh, I saw him get like a really nice hit in spring training. The one at bat I watched. But he was really good for the Marlins as a really good position player, but not a good hitter. Just yeah, like that's that's the issue. Like, his bat isn't there. Yeah, but, I mean, we got good hitting coaches, I'm sure. Better than the Marlins, probably. I, th- I think he's about on par with Dansby Swanson. For Let me look up some, uh, some stats. It's a stats pod. Yeah, this is a stats pod. Stats pod. No doubt. Okay, um... Dansby Swanson, fill fill the fill the white noise. Uh, <laughs> the white space. And fucking get control of your mic because you sound terrible. Do I? You're cutting in and out again. Yeah, you're cutting in and out again. Keep that shit in your face. Okay. Yeah, you gotta pull it like this sucker right up to your face, about a fist yeah. away. Um. All right, I got something. All right, the over under for the Astros season. What is it? Uh uh, the the over under for the Astros regular season is uh, ninety seven. I'm saying, some of y'all, if you got, if you're having money problems, that under is the fucking lock of a lifetime. Wait, what? What was it? They're gonna come out. The over under is ninety seven. Ooh. Okay, who are they? Uh, the Oakland A's. Texas Rangers, the Angels. Am I missing somebody? Or is mm. that it? The Astros. Are there only four in the West? AL West? Uh, oh, the, the Mariners. So the Mariners are rebuilding. Okay. The Angels, uh, they're looking pretty good. They're pretty good. Uh, the Rangers are looking pretty good. 
I think I think the under is a take here. Oh, the under is a take because it's going to be hostile. It's going to get exhausting. It's not going to be like it's not like you know football where you get a week to mentally and physically prepare to go in. I mean, there's going to be stretches where it's twelve like twelve games straight, and you're in a hostile environment. Getting the ball thrown at your face, getting booed, getting beer thrown at you, getting fat Johnny who works construction and hates his wife screaming "fuck you's at you. It's <laughs> going to get exhausting. So I I I, I think I I think the unders the move. I know it's a great team, but dude, this unders a lock. Like I uh, I think the rest of the teams yeah, in this division yeah, besides the Mariners. Yeah, they're also they're, yeah, also those teams are getting they're good. competing. Like every single one of these teams besides the Mariners are competing. And yep. I think the under is like, I, I don't think there's no way the Astros get over 100 wins again this year. No way in hell. Well, it's 97 right now. I know, but I'm just saying, like, there's there's no way they get over 100 again. They, I, I mean, I they lost Garrett Cole. Zach Granke's getting old. I also think um, um, come on, you got yeah. it. I forgot. <laughs> Nailed it. Brilliant. What the hell was I gonna say? I don't know. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm sure you found those stats that you were looking up. I'm getting there. Um, uh, so Dansby's feeling percentage was like a nine seven two. Hold on. Show standard fielding. Jesus, Hutchbury has been playing for a long fucking time. His fielding percentage is... Why does it say 1,000? Oh, because he made a third base start last year. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started 12 games at shortstop for us. With the nine seven five, I mean twelve games. That's not really a big sample size. Right. Total nine eighty. Gotta tell y'all something. New York Guardians, probably the worst oh. team in the XFL. McGloin continue what you're saying. McGloin, McGloin's trash. Fucking loser. Uh, I just watched them go get four downs on the two yard line. And they did not score. They threw the ball all four times. I don't know why you don't just fucking run it there. I mean, that's that's the Atlanta Falcons. But they got the Falcons got Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Yeah, who Julio Jones can't fucking convert. That's true. He can't in the red zone. So I mean, I don't know. That is also true. But they're still good. Anyway, back to what we were saying. So I think I don't think Dansby Swanson. I think Dan, Dansby Swanson and Hechevarria are essentially the same fielding, and but Dansby has a better bat, so Dansby's going to get the majority of the starts at shortstop. I don't unless some like catastrophic event happens at third base where like a fucking plane crashes and kills Austin Riley and Camargo at the same time. Like Hechevarria is never going to start at third base. Well, what if Camargo sucks at hitting like he did last year? And then they'll play Austin Riley. As of right now, now as of right now, I like Hechevaria over Camargo. I think you give Riley Austin Riley another shot. I would like to see him start first. His and, uh, his batting looked a lot better 
I know I he give he, it to him. I know I he only had like job. who Austin Riley. Yeah, I think you give it to him first. I don't think so. I, I mean, he's you know, a younger you know player. Out of Camargo. Yeah, he's a younger player. He's got to you got to give him his chance. I think you give him his chance here. He had his you know, uh, it's not uncommon to get sent up to the big leagues and then go through your struggles. So, I think you you send him up first, or you you let him play first, and then. Uh, yeah, if he starts struggling or if he gets hurt or if he needs rest, throw Hedgeveri or Camargo out there. But I think it's right now it's his job to lose. Well, unless he unless he just bombs spring training. He he hasn't already lost it. He I mean he has already lost it. It's Camargo like Camargo's getting the start. I get you. Like going know, in the spring going in the spring training. That's what I would do. Going in the spring training, like the managers already know. The coaching staff already knows who's getting the start. At each position, the only thing that's probably up for the up in the air for the Braves right now is like a fifth rotation. They're probably gonna wait till the end of the uh, spring trade. They probably they have an idea. They probably have an idea of who they want in that fifth spot. But they'll, tell you what, they'll probably wait thing, for the end of spring training to announce it. One thing is like classic Braves is that they're gonna have the best bench probably in the majors because they got. Charlie Culberson, yeah, he signed a minor league deal, but I, I just don't see him staying in the minors. Like, he's too clutch. He's too clutch to be down there. Who did they sign uh, for first base? Like, O'Brien or something like that? I don't know. He's, like, DHing for us. And they're like, yeah, we si- signed him as, like, the 26th bench spot for first base. Yeah. And I was like, why? Oh. Like, why not just have Charlie Culberson in there? He can play first base. Yeah. And he's clutch he, as fuck. Clutch as fuck. I don't know. That's a good question. I uh, also don't see Felix Fernandez staying down in the minors. It kind of just feels like they had to throw those out there just because. But Dude, his you know, like his pitch velocity, his pitch velocity and like control and everything, like if you look at Baseball Savant, it's projected all below average. Like all of his pitching metrics is projected to be like way below average. Uh, well, we don't have we don't have any starting pitchers. We have two starting pitchers right now. Three. Uh, we have four. Five. Fourth. We have five. Who's the five? Who's the fifth? Who's the fourth and fifth? Sean Newcomb and Cole Hamels. Okay, one of those guys is injured. Okay, Sean Newcomb. They already said that not, Cole Hamels I, will I, be fine by the end of spring training. He's just going to miss spring training. Don't, I'm going to keep it real, Chief. I don't like Sean Newcomb. That's our fifth starter. I like him as a middle reliever. I do too, but uh, I definitely think that he's going to get a shot. Just classic Braves, like they never go after like a star. I mean, they went after Dallas Keuchel. Uh, Passes prime. Sure, but know. still, like they just need like well, our young pitching core is good. They just need somebody to eat innings. They had Josh you. Donaldson. No, I'm not even talking about the pitching necessarily. Josh Donaldson I mean, like, wasn't. He like Josh Donaldson was. Donaldson was a risk. That was a risk. That was a huge risk because he was like quote unquote washed up. He was injured the 2018 season for most of it, and I mean, like we signed him for a one year what 23 27 million dollar deal, and then yeah, like flip. Playoff run. And then it's a playoff run sign. Yeah, but he. And then he gets signed for like a four-year, hundred ten million dollar deal. I think it was that much. I think it was like a hundred and one. Yeah, 
now looking back, I think that might have been probably a bad idea to resign him. Or maybe not the best idea. It didn't seem as sure as I didn't like it. I didn't like it for four years. I liked it for three. Well, there's not a lot of risk. There's not a lot of risk for the twins there because if his defense struggles because of his age, then they just move him to a DH position. That's I think he's yeah. That's why like cuz he's a fucking he's still a power bat even if his defense isn't there. So they just stick him in the DH role for the last year. That's probably why like all these NL teams didn't want to go after him for 4 years. Is because right. if the DH isn't implemented then I mean you're kind of stuck with fucking that much cap like uh money stuck on your bench. For somebody who's playing below average defense at third base. So I think it was fairly safe for the Twins to go after Josh Donaldson like that. And they're in win now mode too, so. I just, uh, I just wish he was coming back to the Braves. I think he got it. I think he had a good attitude. He did. Oh, he was electric. Right in. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I think he was a really good uh, clubhouse presence too. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, we saw, dude, Moeller, he had a, he had a rough start on the mound. Kyle Moeller, six, six, seven, 250 pounds. But, yeah, uh, good. he's, he, like, he was just trying too many breaking balls. Like, he's trying breaking balls and they weren't hitting. He, had, he didn't have good control of them. And then he just started pounding that. Those fastballs and the, uh, I guess the radar gun was off, so it was like five or six miles per hour slow. So he was like, it was showing like 93, 94, so he's probably pitching like 99, 100 fastballs from a lefty. Like, I think in a year or two, he's going to be, uh, like, major league level pitcher. What may what makes you say that the radar gun is off? Are they talking about it? Yeah, I mean, like it, everybody's stuff, like Josh Tomlin's, like fastball is usually like ninety three to ninety five, and it was like showing eighty seven to eighty nine, and yes. Luke Jackson Shoot. doesn't I, Luke Jackson doesn't throw an eighty nine mile per hour fastball, and it is, showed like forget Luke Jackson sucks. You're wrong, but okay, Jackson's okay. He's uh, okay. I was quoting Babe Max Dad. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> He's Luke Jackson's okay. I like him middle reliever. You know what you're going to get out of Luke Jackson. Yeah. He's consistent. Uh and consistency is a great skill. He's going to get you if you put him in for 3 innings, there's going to be at least one run on the board. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. On average, yeah. Um, so spring training overall uh, feelings, dude. Did you see uh, positive or Langoliers? Negative? Langoliers throw two fucking games. So I don't really have an opinion yet. And no, it's no, spring training. Like I'm not, I'm here. not putting a lot of stock into it. But I'm not. I, I mean, I don't know. Okay, I think we're getting a little tied up in the fucking specifics yeah, here. Yeah. If we're talking about in, it's singular throws. Like I, I think it's time to move on. <laughs> uh. Okay, so so yeah, okay, so spring training's fun. Yep, spring training. That's all it is. It's fun. All right, that's all it is. It's a vacation. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Vacation. 
XFL. Good to good to drink a couple. Good to drink a couple beers. See baseball on the screen, but it's cool. All right, uh, let's come back to XFL. I want to. We're still we're stay on baseball right now. Astros. So uh, oh, okay, yeah. David Ortiz's David Ortiz's. You want to talk about the Astros? You want to talk about David Ortiz? I mean, that's David in the Ortiz. same vein, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, thing. But like, similar. we're gonna. It's kind of different. Similar but different. All right, go for David Ortiz. Well, twenty one. We're going with David Ortiz. All right, y'all heard uh, David Ortiz's. Uh, his comment on Mike Fryer's. He called no, him a snitch. Enlighten us. I don't know. He called him. A, he called him a snitch, saying that he waited till after he got his money and he got his ring and he got off the team to call out all the steal, all, all, all the cheating instead of doing it while he was on the team. So that kind of makes him out to be a snitch. Sure. I mean, I guess you could see it like that, but you could also see it as it'd be like a hostile workplace environment if you just tell the major league like baseball if you're gonna fucking that your team's cheating while you're on it imagine how they're gonna do to you is that not the right thing is that the right thing to do yeah but what would you do would you fucking sit there what i do sitting on high ground or would you wait till you get off to where you won't like get like immediately fired and lose your life there was an anonymous route he could have taken yeah but no one's gonna believe him unless someone puts their name by it that's why he went public instead of being not necessarily no i i agree like if you're going to say something like that, you, you need to put your name by wanted, it or nobody's yeah, going to. You wanted the you. notoriety. I mean, fine. I doubt you can that. argue whether or not it's objective. I, I, I totally think so. I think he wanted his name into something, especially since the way he came out. He didn't even, like, go to the MLB, like some governing body or something. He, yeah, he, because the MLB doesn't care. Put, it, put, an Atlant- <laughs> put, in a, put in an article in the Atlantic. He talked to Ken Rosenthal, who's probably one of the most – like prolific beat reporters in baseball right now. Exactly. Yeah. So he wanted his name out there. They or he knew that the story, story would get out that way instead of going to the MLB. They'd be like, oh, they only cheated in 2017 and it wasn't that bad. Like they did. But now everyone knows about it. Now the players are going to fucking hate on the Astros and now the fans are going to hate on the Astros like they deserve. Also, I also think. Um... I mean, sure. Is Mike Fires is David Ortiz wrong for calling Mike Fires a snitch? No, I think he's totally correct. I think he's totally right. No, he's he's not wrong. But is it a bad look for David Ortiz? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Definitely not. He's probably still recovering from getting shot thirty times. Baseball, he's baseball royalty. (laughs) That man can say anything he wants. Sure. Yeah, I don't really care that he said it's a snitch. The fact of the matter is that it got out, and it's fine. I don't care. I'm not going to remember this guy for whistleblowing. I don't really care. I just care that the Astros cheated. Right. Well, so I don't me. And I don't care if he's called a snitch. I don't give a fuck about that guy. I think he's a snitch. I think it's kind of a bad look for him. He kind of looks like a bitch. Um, uh, I don't think so. I, I think you're I also definitely think- in the minority with that opinion. <laughs> hey, you're right. I'll agree with that. Um, but I, I, uh, I, um, I also think that the sign stealing part of me like was kind of like you know it, 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 they handled it so terribly i almost kind of wonder like baseball handled it so pretty you know pretty bad so i think that i suspect that this sign stealing issue some some version of it is so like prolific in the league that they almost don't go around fucking taking taking titles away or like really like suspending players because if it starts coming out that all these players are doing it 
then they're gonna have a serious issue on their hands. I think the consent same way with like same way with like 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 steroids. Like there's really only a couple of players that fell on the sword. But when it came out, like how big of an issue that was. Like if they were to go around and and punish each player, they would have. I mean, it, the league would be unrecognizable. So they did though. They punished a lot of people for steroids. But I think the con- the consensus is I'm not I'm not but, really well versed you- in the steroids, so I can't argue about that because I wasn't watching baseball at that time. I was like five years old. Um, I was I was born in '93, so I was three. Yeah, it was I. So I wasn't even I was fucking five. Um, yeah, so I could be could be totally wrong on all this, but that was my under- this is my understanding of it. I think the general consensus around baseball is that there are like more teams doing what the Astros did, but I don't, I think they're not doing it on the same scale that they were doing. So, but I agree with you. Like if baseball investigates and they're like, Holy shit, like every single team is doing this. Then I think that they would try and hide it. Well, what are the odds that the MLB didn't know that it was happening? If it's that prolific that every team's doing it. I mean, MLB knew that Mark McGuire was fucking roided as shit and that Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds are fucking juiced as fuck. They knew it and all the players knew it. But they decided to hide it because it'd make baseball look bad and they really liked the ratings. But in this, like, do you think the MLB would hide that uh, every team was doing it? Uh, I don't think they're hiding it intentionally. I think they suspect it and that they know if they have to, if they launch an investigation into every team and then they start suspending players and coaching staff and management, it's going to be a massive issue and the league is going to become like, it's, it's going to have, it's going to be like having backup players and sure. so- coaches in at a, so in that case, use the Ashers as an, an example and like give them that, the what word. Happens when, what happens when you say, hey, these guys were doing it at the same time we were doing it. Well, they the, none. It back so the too. problem is none of the players on the Ashers have said that, though. <laughs> they just deny like they yeah, they haven't admitted it. Like I'm, I'm, talking, I'm not talking about the Astros. I'm talking about the other teams. How do we know other teams did it besides Boston? Right? So, I'm not saying they. I'm not saying I know that they did it. I'm saying that I think they suspect them of doing it. Sure, and like I said, I think the general consensus around baseball is that there are a few other teams doing what the Astros did, but nobody. A few? I bet there's at least a third. No, I I don't believe no. that that many people are doing that for a second. Well, if you like, if, if that you many, in, if you start looking into it. Like the first people forget the first team to get accused of all of this way back in March of uh, 2019 or no May I'm sorry was the Dodgers, right? The Dodgers got accused of it. Dodgers were the first team to get accused by the New York Mets of doing exactly sign stealing. It was just sign stealing, some sort of sign stealing operation. They didn't have any specifics, but they it was suspected. What about the Indians? With the Apple Watches or whatever it was. No, that was like, the Red was Sox. The no, that, that was, was the, the Red Sox. The Red Sox had the Apple Watches, didn't they? I thought it was the Yankees. And I they know got the Red Sox. The Red Sox got in trouble too. It's the Red Sox and the Yankees. So Aaron Judge better watch. It, yeah, it was too. it was the Yankees. But I, again, I don't think they were doing it on the same scale as. 
but not on the same Astros. scale, but it's something to that effect. I definitely think the Astros, they, I, I bet that they like had this like, hmm, we're going to do this little thing, and they probably got cocky. So wouldn't you think the other players would come out, though, now that one singular guy came out? They'd be like, oh, yeah, well, my team's doing it, too. Or, or like, uh, people that got kicked out of the league or, like, are no longer playing with whistleblow. Would you think it would be, like, more people talking about it? Especially with somebody moving, no. uh, somebody moving parts. Like, Yeah, why? I don't think so. Why? I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're all thinking – well, shit, all the other teams are doing it. I, I'm just making the team – I'm just – yeah, I'm cheating, but I'm making the playing field level because everybody else is cheating too. I mean, that was I the mean, same like, thing for the steroids though. Exactly. It's like everybody's using steroids, so. But that's a player – that's a steroids. player choice using steroids. Like this sign stealing thing is like – Every Team. the whole, entire organization is in on this. Didn't it it's, come from the front office? The players, like, yeah. yeah, the front office. I think that makes it even more despicable because those guys are just in it for the, like they're just wanting to make as much money. Like you know what? Why don't we just cheat so we can make a shit ton and more the, money? And the players, the players aren't trying to make a bunch of money. Oh no, not just that. I just think that it's really bad when it's coming from like the general manager who's not even really really involved in day-to-day operations i mean and you got General all these managers not involved in day-to-day operations not playing players i mean obviously it's and he's obviously managing. not playing he's managing yeah, duh. yeah he's managing like the front office and the yeah the, like the coaching not... staff and and player contracts but he's not like face to face yeah face to face micromanaging the players like a lot of young impressionable players came into this team and sure. like and these, this coaching staff and front office and the older oh, players, what? Well, uh, I think we're kind of we're kind of getting into our my second, the other topic. I just okay. want to kind of lay out before we get all all into this uh, that the um. So I guess we're done with the David Fryers final takes. I think he, I think he looks like a snitch. Y'all don't, or you kind of understand, but don't. No, I so. said I do. He looks like I. I, I agreed. I agreed I with care. David Ortiz, but yeah. like I just I think he's wrong by saying that. Anyways, okay. all right. So my second thing is that, uh, or, or my the other thing is that um, the Astros science team, like this whole fucking debacle, is good for the NFL. Or NFL. Um, uh, what fucking sports league? MLB. Yeah. Oh, it's con- Tarrant County Constable. A little off topic. Who you got for Tar- Tarrant County Constable? All right, that's what it's fucking know. called. What the you fuck are you Wright? talking about? You got, John, <laughs> you got John Wright, and you got fucking some other fat white guy. Is this a politics <laughs> pod now? Yep. Are we a right. po- polypod? This, this the fucking the fucking Astros are huge. I understand we need to talk about it, but who you got for Tarrant County Constable? All right, the race is heating up. The issues are big. All right, who you got? Um. Constable? Which one's the incumbent? Which one's the incumbent? I don't know. I can't find any information about either one of them. There's really only two signs in the fucking city. And they're right next to each other. (laughs) Um, Uh, When's the election? Which one's the fatter one? (laughs) Uh, That would be the guy that's not John Wright. John Wright? It's something to do with police because John Wright... Yeah, it's the constable. Constable. What the fuck is a constable? It's like an old time 
uh, name. That's what I thought. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, like, it's some like fucking Western shit that like. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye! I got <laughs> Constable British. John Wright. There's, it's only British room. Police constables. <laughs> There's only yeah, enough room for one of us in this town, John Wright. <laughs> like that's the kind of shit this is. <laughs> Um, we're gonna have a taller. shootout on Sundance Square. Yeah, I'm right, going for the fat guy. Taller. For the fat guy? Alright, the guy that's not John Wright. He yeah. just looks like he fucking wanted out of Baptist Church and he's on his way to fucking... Is uh, John Is John Wright, like, fit? Apple pie. Is he, is he uh, dare I say, no. fit? Which one's Republican? Say he's fit. No, they're both Democrats. Oh. Which oh, one deadlifts that? more? I would have to say probably John Wright. Okay, I, yeah, I'm changing my vote like to John Wright. Alright, you going for John Wright? Yeah. I'm going to ask him that. I'm going to email him <laughs> yeah. how much he deadlift. Email him. Yes, uh, Mr. John Wright, I heard, that, a... I heard that your opponent deadlifted more than you. Is this true? This is very important. This is deciding my vote. Well, what are your plans to fix this? Yeah. I'm gonna, I don't know. I, I'm going to email both of them. I'll have an answer for everybody next week. Uh, whoever deadlifts more is going to get my vote, and I'll have the numbers. Invite them onto the pod too. If they don't, if they, if neither of them deadlift at least three fifteen, I'm writing in somebody. I'm going to find a candidate, and I'm going to write them in. <laughs> write in yourself. I'm going to write in myself. <laughs> Probably at least place how how few people uh, vote in local elections. That's probably going to be like eight people. Yeah, you'll be run on the platform that whoever like deadlifts the most deserves to be constable. And then one's a monster. Yeah, that's true. Way more than Comer. All right, all right, all right. We're getting back to Astros. Let's get back. Okay, let's get back on track. Uh, I got back on track. Back toy for you that involves Astros. Let me just lay out. Let me let me lay out what we're talking about. I think the I think the Astros scandal is good for the MLB. Go, Perez. What do you got? Oh, about that specifically? I don't know. I think the players are fucking mad. And it's going to turn a lot of eyes towards baseball, but probably not as... That's what I mean. That's why I think it's a good thing for baseball. Okay. Yeah, but In the short term... people are going to be like, oh, the Astros are fucking cheating. Let me watch baseball today. I don't think it's going to invite too many more people. think so? In the yeah. short term, I think it's good for baseball as in, like more people are going to be, like, reading media about baseball and, like, watching games. But in the long term, like, I, I think you're going to lose some diehard fans if, like, shit isn't done about this. I think it's a non-factor. I think you're going to lose diehard fans with all the fucking goofy shit Rob Manfred's doing. Oh, hell yeah. This guy's an three, idiot. Three batter, three batter minimum. The proposed change. I... I the proposed playoff change is so fucking. You want to talk about that too? Yeah, no, we can talk about that. We can go ahead and wrap that in. No, I think the. I think the. I think the. Hold on. I think the. I think the playoff. I think the playoff. I honestly think the playoff proposal was so ridiculous that the only reason it came out was a distraction from the Astros. <laughs> I honestly think so too. I think like Rob Manfred goes to like the board of fucking owners or whatever and like proposes this playoff change and then everybody just bursts out laughing it was insane <laughs> do you want to talk about it can i go to my factoid for the go ahead show? what's your factoid all right so clayton kershaw recently tweeted a stat line and it was like 
I should have known better. So Clayton Kershaw's regular season. Oh yeah, dude, uh, this is so good. Oh, I know yeah, what you're talking Clayton about. Clayton Kershaw's regular season, a swing and a miss on breaking balls is like 35. percent Very good. No, it's right? more than that. I think it's like, uh, it's like 40. It's, it's in the 40s, isn't it? Maybe 45. I thought it was 35, percent which is still pretty good, right? Swing and miss. I mean, that's pretty good for thirty-five percent, over one third. Anyways, uh, during when he played the Astros in twenty seventeen, what, what what do you think the percentage was? Of swing and miss? It was no game five in the um, World Series uh, in twenty seventeen. It was zero percent. Oh, okay. So I mean, yeah, coincidence. The the odds of that being like happening is astronomically low so i would say it pretty much proves if the facts are correct it proves that the astros were cheating to an extent or not if not prolifically prolifically uh in the world series which is really fucking bad okay so this is pretty fucking cool this guy uh on reddit created a sim to simulate the odds of kershaw throwing 51 breaking balls without a single swing and miss with 1,000 plus sims so far, it's only about a one in 128,000 chance. And as as the as the number of simulations go up, it's probably going to shrink. Because 1,000 is not very not very big sample size. You need to like expand that exponentially to get a true sample. It's still like insane. It what? is, yeah. <laughs> What the hell are we talking, I'm talking about? I'm talking stats, baby. But uh, no, I mean, like, yeah, the odds of him, Clayton Kershaw, not having a swing and miss on a single breaking ball out of 51 is retarded. There's no way. And anyone who says, oh, well, the Astros probably didn't cheat. And that's not like a 51, there. like, of the Astros' best hitters. That's like the entire lineup. Yeah. Big pitcher. Huh? What, Comer? Nothing. It's a joke. Oh. Bad joke. I So, Clay, I, I agree. Clayton Kershaw isn't as good as he used to be, but 2017, like, he was good. Still pretty good. He's he's pretty good now, but he wasn't, like, dominant like he was in the mid-2000s. Did he win the Cy Young in 2017? Oh, let me look. 2017 Cy Young winners... I'm going to say I'm going to say no. Where are you guys saying? Probably. Probably. I think you did. Just look it up. Is he 2016, 2017? 2017 Cy Young winners Corey Kluber and Max Scherzer. Okay, well, that makes sense. What about 2016? Are we really doing this? No, just 2 years. I mean, it just proves that he's still dominant. Uh, MLB Cy Young Award 2016. Uh, Max Scherzer again. Uh, well, whatever. Max Scherzer is yeah. awesome. So, uh, uh, hot take. Point. Max Scherzer is a good pitcher. Yeah. Uh, shut up. Who would have thought? Uh, crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. We get it. 
But anyways, yeah, Clayton Kershaw was fucking dominant, and he didn't have one single swing and miss on a, cur- a breaking ball, which is ridiculous. So, yes, the Astros treated in 2017, and, yes, they pretty much got away with it. All right. Players That's are good. pissed. Rightfully so. Oh. XFL. XFL. Right, we're done with that. Nothing else Who's to say. Who's the best team in the XFL right now, Comer? Best Comer. team in the XFL? Um, Got to be the DC Defenders. I'm All right, Comer. Okay. What, week, what week is the XFL? Is it? We're in week. Th- we're in week three. And how many yeah. weeks are there in this season? And ten. Okay, so yeah. with these three weeks, give me a breakdown. Like, give, give me a breakdown. Okay, who's, who's like the best team in the XFL? Vipers. Vipers suck. Well, they had, their their head their quarterbacks fucked up. Aaron Murray's hurt. And he's also garbage. Well. He's not that bad. He's better than Cornelius and whatever the fuck no. that guy's name is. No, they all just—they're all just terrible. Right. Well, oh, um, they played pretty well against the fucking Roughnecks, and Roughnecks is the second best team. They got—they scored like three touchdowns in garbage time. They almost—they kept it competitive. It was a back and forth. I got a—I got—I got—I got the spread at five and a half. Thank God. Here, Roughnecks let me explain what's going on with the fucking Vipers. Platoon. Go ahead. I was. Was thinking about this the other day. It's a Platooning new fucking quarterbacks, league, dude. It's fucking stupid, especially yeah, with a quarterback, with because you don't have any rhythm. Especially with receivers, down. you call like you have your favorite receiver. They're hitting the same route. They have the rhythm. They know the fucking. They know the fucking defense, and then you pull them out, and then it resets, and then you pull that guy out, and it resets. And especially there are two different types of quarterbacks. There's a pocket passer, and there's a scrambling quarterback. Okay. So what is this? They're platooning quarterbacks in the X- XFL? Yeah, it was like Why? Um, what they did with Chris Leak and Tebow way back when, how they platooned. Except you can do it in college. I think you can get yeah. away with it in college. Especially when you're using Tebow as a glorified fucking fullback. But when you do it in a pro league with higher, higher tier players, it's not going to work because people are going to catch on and there's going to be no rhythm between receivers and quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's the problem with the Vipers right now. It's just looking fucking terrible. I don't think they're the worst team, but I don't think they're like that one team from uh that with that coach sitting down. Can't remember the name of them because I don't know all the names yet. But uh, this is like California team, I think they're the shittiest. And then maybe New York. Their coach sitting uh, down. New York. New York yeah. is trash. He was just, like, lounging. (laughs) What the hell? He was, like, laying back on the bench, calling plays. And, like, you know, you hear the coaches call the plays in this uh, in the XFL. He's, like, laying back like an old-ass man, just fucking calling plays. It was pretty funny, but they suck. Uh, The Guardians? Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Might be talking the California team, uh, the LA Wildcats. Wildcats, I think it is. They're supposed to be pretty good, but they have definitely not been pretty good. Um, St. Louis Battlehawks are pretty impressive. They're good. Uh, DC Tom defenders really are okay, I guess. They uh, right, yeah, man. Let me tell you, unders are hitting. Unders are hitting. So if you want to make some quick cash, just bet. Don't even think. Just bet on the unders. You'll go at least like five and three every week. Easy. It's making money, baby. 
money, baby. <laughs> Making money. Um, yeah, I went 3-0 and yesterday. Had the Houston Roughnecks to cover a five-and-a-half point spread. Covered it easy. Um, had the – I put Dallas Moneyline just because I knew that game was going to be like 15 to like 12 or something. And um, they ended up covering, which is only a three-and-a-half point spread. I forgot what the actual score was, but I had them only money line. Uh, and then I had the under, which hit when when it was never in doubt that that was going to hit. Uh, then right now I had a, I had the New York Guardians to cover a ten and a half point spread, that fucked up, and the under. And as long as nobody scores in the next forty seven seconds, I'll be good to go. Good to go. Nice. Having yeah. a little more success in the XFL than the a little more success. Yeah, I'm definitely coming back here. Uh, you know, yeah, definitely coming back. Um, still in the red, still in the red, but that's okay. <laughs> XFL wise, I'm definitely in the black. I'm making money on the XFL. Uh, total all time, uh, not too good. <laughs> not not good at all. Um, uh, I. Or do you have any concerns for the XFL, like longevity wise, in these first few weeks? I, I mean, look as as it goes with any business, anything. You're gonna have your ups and downs. You're gonna have your problems. I think. Um, I think six teams, six teams are good. I think the New York Guardians got a serious problem in their hands. Garbage. Uh, Quarterback. I think. Yeah, I think they got a. I think they got a problem. On, a problem. Because that market is so fucking out of the other block. saturated. Yeah, exactly. But like St. Move Louis, move them to Atlanta. Like, oh, that'd be interesting. Um, um, do they do they have? Like I think a definitely needs uh, a team. Do they have a region lock drafting system? Because the old XFL did. I don't know. What does that mean? So. Region lock. It means that like a team from Atlanta would only be able to draft southeastern players. Ooh, that'd be interesting, but that would be like that's what <laughs> like they, they just get all the like the SEC players NFL. that didn't get drafted by NFL teams. Yeah, that'd probably be stacked. It'd be like Alabama V two. Yeah, exactly. Uh but yeah, I don't know. I think the talent pool's pretty good, but I think there's a problem that comes with it is that if they play well in the XFL, then they're just gonna get picked up by an NFL team. And the minimum salary for an NFL player is like four hundred fifty thousand. No, you know it's you know it's awesome, and I'm kind of surprised. I think the XFL needs to do this: is that they need to start going after like Johnny Manziel, after like Johnny Manziel. Yeah, but I think he's good enough to play in the XFL. Absolutely not. I think so. Put asses in the. Seats. Wasn't he we'll playing see. in the he the Canada League? Wasn't he playing in yeah, the CFL he was by the Alouettes? He's total. It was ass. It was ass in Canada. Was he yeah, really? Was terrible. Yeah, because he's not a good pro. He, he, so, the problem with Johnny Manziel is that he's not a good, like, studying quarterback. You know, he doesn't know defenses. All he did was scramble and make mis- make the college-level defenses make mistakes by scrambling because it's just so unorthodox. So, he'd extend the play past, like, decision-making uh, capabilities of a def- defensive fucking secondary. They would lose their coverage, and then he'd make something happen. That's what Johnny Manziel was good at. Pro players who have had more experience, who are smarter, are not going to make the same mistakes. And it showed when he had a brief, 
fucking the Browns of all teams. Yeah, that was bad. Fucking, well, he was also like <laughs> partying. Yeah. But he so I'm pretty sure I heard a story of that. They gave him a tape or like a a CD. They're like, "Hey, check out these plays. Tell me what you get. Like, tell me what you think about them." Over the weekend, and it was a blank CD. This might have been Jamarcus Russell, but I'm pretty Jamarcus sure. Jamarcus Russell. Okay, well, whatever. Ignore it then. But he didn't pay attention to any fucking, like he didn't know any of the plays. All he has is being able, being athletic and scrambling. But he can't dissect a defense like a good quarterback can. Or, or even a decent backup quarterback. Yeah. That makes sense. So no, he doesn't, he's not a good quarterback. Do you think like, uh, it could turn into like a farm system? Like I would that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I think um, it should get like the Johnny Manzels and all that, but it can also be used as a developmental league. I don't think it'll ever be a straight developmental like farm league. For them to um, do that, I feel like they would have to. Well, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. But can you imagine? Can you imagine like Trevor Lawrence out there right now? Uh, horses. No, because I I think the difference is like. NFL player like college players can have like success in the NFL coming straight. Like I think it's easier to have success coming from college to the NFL, and it's like not the same for baseball. Okay, that's not yeah. I, that's not what I mean. I'm saying okay. At, so the NFL, you have to be out of college or out of high school for three years, right? You don't have to go play three years of college football. You just have to be out of the out of high school three years right so i'm thinking that the that uh you either go to college or play in the xfl yeah yeah yeah. like uh trevor lawrence could definitely play in the xfl right now i'm not saying all everyone could honestly i like that from a uh, from another standpoint of like not having all of these college players in or uh football players in college just like wasting space Cause like most of these guys aren't fucking smart enough to be going to like University of Georgia, you know what I mean, or like Georgia Tech. Definitely Georgia Tech. Georgia's not that hard. It's true too. But a lot of guys don't want to go to college, and also exactly. I, I mean, yeah, they're not going to be making X- NFL money, but like, I'm not sure what the salaries are. But uh, they're like fifty k, I think. Okay, so that's like fifty thousand more dollars than you were making. I think I don't think it's that small. I think like I think low. have the option have the option for like so the major league teams have farm systems, and so now players coming out of high school can have the option of going to the XFL or okay. going to college. I like that. That's yeah, that's a good make, idea. They make they make fifty five thousand dollars a year, but that's only <laughs> wild. They only get paid. Yeah, between forty three and sixty six thousand dollars a year. Wow. Um. Oh. Uh, uh. But. Yeah. That's a terrible idea for a football player to make that little. I mean, it's it's, it's essentially the same as like minor league baseball players. It's yeah. Way that's way more than minor league baseball players. Yeah, and minor league baseball players are playing way more games than they are. Uh, yeah, and then in the offseason, you can go work. You really only, what, that's 10 weeks and then a championship game? So you got... That's what minor league baseball players do, know. too. They, like, during the offseason, yeah. they, they like, have a part-time job. 
because they're they're making zero money. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I think for them to become some sort of farm system actually affiliated with NFL and not an unofficial farm system, they would have to compete compete with them and have the season at the same time as the NFL, which wouldn't go well for the XFL. But if the NFL felt threatened, they would offer a merger. But since they're not playing the same time of year, they're not really threatening the NFL's like, you know, viewership. I, th- I think that's fine too. I think yeah, that's I even better. Way, honestly, an unofficial or official? Like having it an official farm system, but having yeah, the games at the a different time. Like to play along, they're pretty much a monopoly. And I mean, every time a, a competitive league uh, like pops up, they like they try their best to fuck them up. So keep them at like how it is now during the NFL's offseason. You have XFL. Yeah. Now you have yeah. football like the majority yeah. of the year <laughs> yeah. instead of only having it for what, four months? Yeah. I like that better. But you know, I agree. If they wanted, they wanted to become more legitimate. In but sense. I doubt they do that because for some reason, like, I don't know. NFL don't like team, competitors. Team owners don't like Yeah. People infringing on their money. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. Uh what do you think, Comer? Good idea? I don't know. To be actually affiliated with the NFL? Yeah, and as Probably a as like a farm system. For the NFL. I don't think so. I think the XFL probably would have to be more like they would have to be more presence for a longer time for them to even threaten the nfl oh they're never gonna threaten the nfl i don't feel oh no no way if they get bigger and then they start like they change their season to where it overlaps the nfl yes but at right now they would just get swallowed up by the nfl because no one gives a fuck about the st louis battle hawks they're gonna watch the st louis rams that's not a team anymore i know the la rams (laughs) <laughs> Wait, is there is there a fucking? I know because it was the first thing. There's no NFL there. team in St. Louis. Oh well, the St. Louis Battlehawks now have a market there. Great. Exactly. Well, that's that's the point. That's like these areas that don't have markets, like the XFL, needs to capitalize that on that and which... not have teams in New York, which has two football teams, two bat or baseball teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. That's I totally, I totally agree with that. I think. Going after the big money, I agree with that. But like, uh, put a team, maybe not even Atlanta. What about like, Bur- you know, like Birmingham? Sure. St. Louis was smart. Yeah. St. Louis was smart. Birmingham, but why Dallas? Especially when the fucking Dallas Cowboys, like, are fucking like, one of all the over. biggest teams in the NFL. Yeah, I'm sure they had reasoning for. Why it. not do? Why not do like Fort Worth? Like, come out to fucking Fort Worth. I don't know. I don't know if that would be smart, but like, um. You know Birmingham. Big, well, they might have had uh, to go off existing stadiums. And that's another big issue. No, 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 no. Because Houston plays in a D one school. They got TCU out here. Yeah, play on like fucking. Because you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna fill the average. They're not no, gonna NFL, fill the average. Yeah. Uh, not, not, not right. They don't need eighty thousand seats. They're not gonna fill the average D one D one stadium. Like, like they're getting seats. like they're not even getting twenty thousand seats yet. So the just about every single except for like UMass or something is gonna be able to fill that. So 
I don't so know. So I like sure Birmingham. Went there. Like Birmingham, I think would be smart when you basically have an NFL stadium there. Yeah, um, you've got in the Crimson Tide college. Stadium. Uh, That's in Tuscaloosa, right? So you just you pretty much just need to go. Oh yeah, you're right. Maybe one in Kentucky. <laughs> well, I guess DC. Oh, that'd be tough. I think DC was smart. Yeah, DC's nah, good. DC. Um, they got um, the Vipers, Tampa, and competing with the Buccaneers. Well, you got to be good. They're not competing with them because they don't play at the same time. I know. I think also you can need to go not where they don't already have a football team. You need to go where they don't have a baseball or like a big basketball following. Yeah, so like Atlanta doesn't have a hockey. Team. That narrows it down. You don't want to Atlanta play. Atlanta doesn't have a hockey Dakota. team, but Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks, they have the Atlanta Hawks and the Braves. Yeah, but the Hawks big, suck, big. and and the they Hawks have suck. United too. Yeah. And they have United, so I don't think Atlanta would be a good move. But I think, um, well, if you if you narrow down they, every place that doesn't have a basketball team, football team, or baseball team that's big, you're only going to get like Sioux Falls, Dakota. Like, no one's going to want to play there. That's not true. <laughs> Yeah, like Birmingham. A lot of, it, I think Tampa Bay was smart because the Rays, no one gives a fuck about the Rays. Oh, Tampa yeah, they Bay. have like the worst attendance besides the Marlins. Baseball should not exist down in Florida. It just sucks down there. It does. Even though I think – Which think sucks, dude. Most, Which sucks because – the Marlins the, are like the most based fucking franchise. Zero division titles, two World Series titles. That's pretty <laughs> awesome, I got to say. It, it sucks because the Rays like put together a good team this year. Good. Yeah, they had probably great. They they went to the World Series in 2008. Like, yeah, they're pretty they're awesome. Right. They're pretty awesome. I think they got some pretty cool jerseys too. But the fact is that nobody gives a shit about football or b- baseball down there. It's well, they just have a garbage stadium. Yeah, that's also correct. But um, but the Marlins fixed their stadium and they have like the worst attendance, so it doesn't really matter what stadium it is. If, well, yeah, that's just because well. like the Marlins just fucking blow. Well, the problem with the Marlins specifically is that um, everyone who lives in Florida, it, like the natives, don't care about baseball. And the people that do go down are vacationers. They're coming from New York and New Jersey. They don't give a fuck about the Marlins. They like the Yankees. So there's more Yankees fans in Florida than there are Marlins fans because people come from New York. They're not Florida natives. surprising to see how, like, because he would say the average Miami fan is a Cuban, right? Um, or Miami, Miami yeah. resident is like from Cuba yeah. or somewhere in Central America. So you think that Miami would have a huge following, but I guess they just don't. It is kind of interesting. I was thinking the same thing because like baseball is huge in South America now. Oh my uh, god, dude! There's these, there's these. I gotta figure out who they. I gotta figure out who their name is. But these fucking tards. I, ESPN sucks. Actually. Real quick, um, so I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna say something that I saw yesterday that pissed me the fucking. Come tell us. What are you talking about? I gotta figure out what their names are. It just it just came to my head. What's about the XFL or? I don't know. It's about baseball. Baseball. Oh, gotta figure out who they are. Let's see if I can figure it out. Was it the uh, ESPN baseball casters? No, 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 no. I don't. Th- I don't think it's it's two guys. They're mostly they they mostly do vibrant youth ball. So, hold on. What the hell is vibrant youth ball? 
just think about it for a minute. Uh, I can't. Dude, speaking of the ESPN casters, though, like they fucking suck. Yeah, they do. No, ESPN sucks. The um, uh, the uh, um, uh, the Sunday night baseball like broadcast is so yeah. A Rod and they, all they do is just like talk about how much baseball sucks and like how long hey, the game uh, is. It's like. Holy shit, like, you guys yeah. want people to watch fucking baseball, and then you come on a broadcast and say this stupid bullshit. Well, I think ESPN has, like, a lot of people that are, like, supposed to be every sports analyst. You ever heard Stephen A. Smith talk? What do you mean every hard. sports analyst? So, like, he's supposed to do every sport. They have A-Rod in the booth. <laughs> and I'm talking about He's a him baseball player. <laughs> I know, I get that. I'm talking about Stephen A. Smith. That guy's an idiot. Sure. He's UFC, soccer, he's, basketball, he's football. Hot, he's just a hot take. He's just yeah. a hot take guy. Dude's an idiot. You ever heard him fucking speak? I hate that guy. Oh, he just, he 100% is just a showman. That's all he is. Welcome to yeah. like 90% of modern sports television. Yeah, I get it. They're I all just fucking guy. idiots. You just yell at each other. They're like loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. I hate that guy's. God, dude. Uh, I hate modern sports media so fucking much. All they do is just get on TV and they just scream at each other for like three hours, and that's like the pregame show. It's fucking awful. Have you figured out what you want to talk about, Comer? Yeah, Comer's mad. Okay, hold on. I'm figuring out. I'm figuring out their names. I'm figuring out. I'm figuring out these guys' names. I know exactly what I want to talk about. I can fill the just, air with Deontay Wilder and fucking Tyson Fury. I watched it. Um, the what? White guy won. What white guy? Boxing match. Guy did win. Yeah, white guy won. British white guy. Okay. Yeah. All, right, all, right, all, right, all right. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. By knockout. It's called. It's called. Okay. This radio show on Fox Sports. Fox Sports. It's called The Odd Couple with Chris Browsard and Rob Barker. All right, these fucking clowns, all right, these fucking idiots. We're talking about the Astros and the problems of the attendance in baseball. Because really, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They were like, oh, the problem with baseball is that it's not a global sport. Like, what? It's only big in Japan, right? And I was just like, holy shit. You realize that, you realize that an entire hemisphere, that's their national sport, right? Could be a national sport if it's a hemisphere. Anything Mexico and lower <laughs> only plays baseball <laughs> and i, I mean was like, soccer too was like, but yeah soccer too but it's like no he, was... he realized that there's entire farm systems set up in countries to feed players to the mlb right i don't and think I, it's not even like south america either south america it's japan it's south korea like Baseball is huge in South Korea. Australia has a baseball league. Like it, this is bigger than just. Yeah, they said Japan and like, like I North think and South America. Like, holy shit, dude! Yeah, it's it's Latin America. It's, it's a huge. big sport. In South Korea, it's huge in Japan. So it's just like, so yeah, I was like, the absolute state. If you want to know why, like, primetime, like, news, not even, like, sports, but, like, news, television is dying, it's because, it's because of shit like that. Like, 
hot tape machine. Thank God. Yeah, thank that's God literally like, all it is. No, 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 not even that. Not even that. They just happen to have a fucking microphone and a big platform. Thank God for the proliferation of the internet because people can fucking people know they're talking about can put content out. They don't need some massive like infrastructure to be able to get their voice out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why they're threatened. It by it. That's why I was, like, news... I was like, holy fuck, I couldn't believe it. That's why all these news stations, like they they pressure YouTube and all these other platforms to shut down independent like uh talk uh, like talk shows because they hate that they're being com- like like a, a news show will get more views than fucking CNN prime time like on on YouTube and they hate that so that's why they're pressuring YouTube. Yeah, they don't like, realize it's because advertise. of their to own like retardation that this yeah, is they happening they don't get that not everyone can relate to that they, they just try to like relate to everyone but no one really relates to it if like boomers died right now if every single boomer died right now oh, i think like mainstream media would die no but it's true like nobody fucking watches mainstream media except old people yeah well yeah that's true i'm just saying that they're gonna crawl they're gonna like. They're gonna try their fucking hardest to kill the internet, and if they don't succeed, they're gonna die. And that's what they're trying right now. A lot of this censorship bullshit. All right. Well, yeah, that's probably a good place to end. Yeah, we've been going on for a while. Uh, any parting words, fellas? Um. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, fellas. Uh, well remember, spring training doesn't matter, and uh, we'll see Astros you fucking suck for them. next week.